Welcome to the Resilient and Thriving Podcast with Coach K. My name is Kirsten Larson, and I'm an integrative holistic health coach who helps people get results and breakthrough in their health and life. After healing from extreme health issues and emotional trauma, my goal is now to make health and wholeness accessible to more and more people and to help you overcome overwhelm and burnout so that you can ultimately thrive in life and help others do the same. And I'm excited to be here with you today. All right. Hey, everyone. Kirsten here. I hope you're doing well today. This is a really exciting topic. We are talking today about how to listen to your body and paying attention to the signals that your body gives you. Now, this one, I, I feel like I say every week this is a, a passionate topic of mine, and maybe that's because I just love talking about these things and I'm picking topics um, that I love to talk about, but really it's something that I hear pretty regularly Um, especially from the clients and people that I talk to that have pretty extreme health issues is this real challenge. And and by health issues, you know, those are um, varieties that are are really based out of uh, neglecting our bodies. And those can be, you know, gaining a lot of weight. They can be um, stress issues such as, you know, a lot of inflammation, even things like arthritis or type 2 diabetes or heart disease, uh, fibromyalgia, adrenal fatigue. A lot of these things come from, you know, they're all intermixed. So you can, I, I really would never say, oh, that comes from this one thing. And we're really just such a reductionist society that you know, we, we think that, oh, if I take a tablet of vitamin C, it's going to help cure all of my ailments. But, you know, that, that's not really true. You know, you with vitamin C, you need an orange is a much better thing to take than uh, in a, a tablet. But there are times where uh, supplements can come into play. Anyways, I've got a little off topic already, but um, I hope you're, this is, I'm recording this during the summer 2021 and whenever you're listening to this I hope you're doing well and uh, keeping your body strong and healthy and you know one of the things that I wished I had known so much sooner or even of course we all know we need to take care of ourselves you know of course that's something that we need but one of the things I think I really didn't understand as well was that this body requires you know just a little bit of love in order to thrive and you know we really our focus is not going to be on you know trying to get our body well for all time but if we create an environment that it's going to thrive it's going to be pretty incredible so i'm excited to get into today's uh topic because um, this is something I really see really often, you know, quite a bit. Um, and uh, I see this in, in health clients as well as my running clients and as well as just people I talk to is how do I even listen to my body? How do I hear it? And it's really not a topic that you hear talked about very often in either way, maybe a little bit of mindfulness and awareness type of things, but um, this is about trusting that your body actually knows what it needs in order to heal. 
And uh, this was, for me, this was revolutionary. I don't think I had ever heard anything like this when I was beginning my journey. I just, I wanted to almost beat my body into submission or I was really bummed and frustrated and felt like, why won't my body work? And I don't know if you've ever felt that way. If, you know, that people feel this way from the furthest extreme of, you know, I'm trying to lose weight to I'm trying to win a race all the way to, you know, I've been trying to heal from this disease for a long time and I don't understand why my body is working. And the, the longer I studied the way our bodies, our emotions, our mind, our ability to deal with stress and emotional trauma and pains and triggers, all of those things, nutrition, movement, all of them, it's all connected. And it's really amazing that our body is actually whispering to us on a regular basis and it's not anything woo-woo. Try it out and just simply be still and, and listen. And so here are just a few things that I think are really helpful to uh, start to listen to the signals that your body is giving you in order to uh, walk in that optimal health where you are really thriving. And uh, so the first first thing that is really helpful is just to simply uh, assess how your body, how you're doing in the morning. Uh, start your day off right. The early mornings is a really good time to listen to your body's signals because it's at that time where everything is much more quiet. You haven't gone through a stressful day and you're kind of saying, hey, how's it going? And notice, uh, of course, we're all a little bit stiff maybe when we get out of bed because we've been still. Um, But just kind of listen in, you know, how am I feeling about my day? How am I nourishing myself? How am I feeling? And um, I like to recommend doing a bit of journaling first thing in the morning. Maybe you do a brain dump where you just dump out every thought and emotion you're feeling. Um, Maybe you do a gratitude journal. I recommend doing both. Um, Spend a little time in silence and quietness before you jump into your day. And uh, just begin to ask yourself, how am I actually doing? How often do you ask that question? How am I doing? So uh, next part is just, you know, uh, starting to listen to your body when you, the different types of food that you eat. Uh, A lot of times we just kind of plow through food and I I used to really be one of them. You know, that's uh, very easy to do in this day and age where we're moving so fast and so quickly. Um, we don't really pay attention to how we feel with certain types of foods. We wouldn't even have an idea. Many people don't even know that, oh, yeah, that it's that food that causes me to have a food coma. Do you know it's actually not normal to have a food coma after you eat? It's actually saying, hey, this, bo- this food was way too heavy for my body to digest, and it's taking every bit of my energy to stream into my gut in order to try and break this food down and it's causing me to have extreme fatigue. 
Now, I thought that a uh, food coma was always normal. You know, I was so used to like, oh, let's eat. And then we kind of, you know, doze off a little bit or kind of feel foggy or have that afternoon crash after lunch. And, um, you know, when I started switching my nutrition, I was like, oh, oh, wow, I'm actually more energetic. And sometimes I've eaten foods where I felt like, oh, I feel even more alive after eating the food. And, you know, that's how you know. Um that you're eating foods that that actually are nourishing you. And um, I often encourage people to, again, that journal, but not in your morning journal, this time just a, you know, a baby journal that comes with you or something that you can just kind of track yourself for a week. And I'm not talking calorie tracking. I'm talking just noting the types of foods you're eating, almost like a budget. You know, nobody really thinks twice about, you know, writing out every expense that they do and income that they get in in order to kind of track their budget for a little bit. And it's really similar to that because the food that you put into yourself is like a deposit. Are you depositing the the nutrients that you need or vice versa. So foods that are nourishing to your body are more like depositing money into the bank. But foods that are not just anti-nourishing, but things, you know, junk food, refined sugars, refined salts, refined processed foods, those things are actually like taking withdrawals from the bank. So you're writing those down and you're going, oh, wow, how many times did I withdraw from my body? There are even some foods that leach nutrients out of our bodies. And so we go, oh, wow, I actually deposited a lot less nutrients in my body than I and then I withdrew. And no wonder I'm feeling more fatigued at the end of the day. No wonder I'm not recovering well from my stressful days or my, you know, intense workouts or what have you, a stressful situation. If you take that stressful situation as a withdrawal in the bank, then you need to deposit some nourishing nutrients or lifestyle elements, self-care in your life. Um, All right, so compare kind of what's happening with your body. Get to know how different foods affect you. Um, It's really powerful. And, uh, you know, get to know... Number three would be get to know your own body's physical capabilities. Now, um, a lot of people that I know, you know, are, are hard workers. We want to work well. We want to work strong and or we want to do things that other people can do. Um, but the truth is that you can. Yes, sure. You can run a marathon. You can work 80, 80 hours a week. You can run an ultra marathon if you wanted to, um, but maybe not today. And maybe, you know, when I was really sick, I could barely walk around the block and it was not, it wasn't beneficial to me to try and compare myself to someone who could run two blocks um, or, or who could run a marathon, or, you know, or anywhere else. I had to really be able to listen to my body and go, okay, today my physical capabilities are to walk around the block. So I'm going to do that on a regular basis without comparing myself. And pretty soon my capacity grew. So if you know what your body's physical capabilities are, I always like to liken that to, um, 
like a line. If you picture, if you could see me, I would draw a picture across across a piece of paper and say, here's your line of your own, your personal physical capability. It doesn't matter if it's about exercise or just simply spending time with your family or spending time at the office or going to Disneyland. Everyone has a different physical capability that is connected to your mental capability. You might, uh, you know, if you exhaust your body, your mind is also going to be exhausted and vice versa. And so you want to go, okay, here's my capability. And here's the thing. You can increase that capability, but not if you go beyond it too regularly. In order to increase your capacity, you need to go right up to that level and just gently nudge it a little by little on a regular basis. And so, you know, I use this fun example of when I was sick, I really couldn't uh, go to Disneyland for very long and without pittering out really quickly. And so what I would do is I knew I had, you know, about an hour or two in me before I needed to rest. So I would, you know, go about our day and then I would take intentional time to rest. And happy to let you know that I did, I think, uh, let's see, 16 hour or more Disneyland day the other day <laughs> um, with no problems at all other than of course you know aching feet from just being on your feet longer than you're used to um, but that came from a gradual increasing of capacity and honoring that this is where my body and my mind are currently at okay so when you honor your body it will continue to grow it will continue to increase, it'll continue to thrive, but the problem is it breaks down when we stop honoring it. We say, you know what, I've got this this issue in my body and it only allows me to do so much. Okay, we'll do that much, but don't go beyond that. Go only right up to it because the when you go right up to it, it creates that sense of safety, but your body also continues to build capacity for more. If we stay way below, then we actually will uh, regress way below, way down. So if, you know, your capacity is that you can walk around two blocks, but you don't walk around any, well, um, your body will regress to not being able to do anything. So, um, you know, just know know your capabilities and um, be intentional about not pushing it, but also going, I'm going to actually use it and, and do what I have. Um, and so lastly, part four, just wanted to share this part is, is really beautiful and powerful is, um, something that I love doing. Again, the whole journaling piece can be so powerful because, uh, there's something when you can journal, it's almost like your brain has the opportunity to disconnect a little bit. And, uh, this last part is simply taking the time to ask your body how it's doing. Ask your body how it's doing. Now that might even sound kind of weird, um, but the further you get into practicing this, if you just give it a try and trust me, um, I have seen some pretty powerful things that that come out of these questions. You know, what if, um, you know, you you're your digestion isn't digesting very well and you're not feeling good on a regular basis so you start saying hey what what's happening in there little stomach what's what's going on um what are you trying to tell me 
just listen and then journal because there's an element where when you journal, you can kind of disconnect. I'm not saying disconnect, but um, your brain can kind of step out of the way and let your hand write and let your body respond. And it can be really powerful. You can listen with your, your head and your heart as well, but it's such a powerful thing to do. And I like combining that with some affirmations and as you know you know I have a a little affirmations book where you can it's got a lot of these in it you can sign up on my website coachkirsten.com but you can declare them and say them over yourself and the more you do it the more yourself starts to align with them and so um, here are a couple and just this one is super powerful I listen to the signals my body sends me. Now, if you don't feel like that's true just yet, you know, start start thinking about it and saying, why don't I listen? Okay, um, do I trust myself? Do I trust my body? Uh, here's a good one to go with that is, I choose to respect the wisdom of my body. It sends me signals all the time, and I am listening to those signals and responding appropriately. When I listen to my body, I am happier and healthier. Hey, this one is great, right? This one we need to hear probably pretty regularly. My body sends to me signals when it's hungry. And hunger tells me it's time to eat. So if I eat when I'm hungry, my body is healthy. And... Here's another good one is is about uh, resting. So many times we don't listen to our body's need to rest, right? We kind of feel fatigued and we press on. And there's some sort of feeling almost of like pride in pressing on past fatigue. But what would happen if you start saying this regularly and thinking this regularly? My body tells me when I need to rest. And when I feel fatigued, I respect my body and rest or sleep. Could you imagine if you did that, if you really did? Um, yeah, so anyways, there, there's a lot of resources out there that um, really talk to us through the way that our body stores pain, the way that the, our body stores information in it. And the more you can learn to listen to your body, trust the wisdom of your body and work with it instead of against it it's going to actually begin to work with you and you're going to see just a a really powerful sense of wholeness and a sense of thriving that you've never sensed before and so i would love to hear uh, if you try some of these things and if they work and what kind of things have worked for you You'll notice even on, on the website and in the show notes for this podcast that there are some reflection questions, some further affirmations and notes. So let me know how this goes for you. All right. Thanks so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Tune on in every week for tips and tricks to make health and wholeness sustainable. If you're interested in further coaching or more resources, Head on over to my website, coachkirsten.com, and I'd love to connect with you. And don't forget, you were made to thrive.